0: Joined now by Brian Palermo and Ted Michaels from The Groundlings. Hi, Casey. Yes, that's us. So we're so excited, and we're really, really excited to have The Groundlings down here for the 2050 Miami Improv Festival, just because it's awesome that we get to... Just bask in in what is the awesomeness of the ground. Oh, please, that's, I, uh, that that might be a little thick, case. It that might be a little thick, but it is. I mean, it, it is honestly a real treat for oh. in in South Florida, especially where there isn't the you know, it's not LA, it's not New York, yeah. it doesn't have the same the same impetus uh, in terms of of pushing improv through in 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 the same way. Well, we love coming here, and I think this is the festival we've gone to the most. Of definitely, any festival, is. Yeah, definitely. Is. Yeah, at and least it, I've been here at least four times. Yeah, I think so. We have the, the posters all around, just the funny hair of <laughs> of all the various years, and it's the groundlings, yeah. the groundlings. Yeah, well, we love to come down. Yeah. You know? yeah, what makes you what what makes you know the Miami Improv Festival a, a good festival to to come be a part of? A,
1: it's in Miami, sure. B, good people and and you know groups from other
2: places and stuff like that. Um, what what do you, you like about it? I, mean, I like, like the venue. I like the audiences. I think a good audience is what every improviser just craves. Right. Sure, of course. And it's hard to get a good audience for improv sometimes, you know. Right. And you guys have a you run a good festival and you get some good crowds. Thank in. you. I yeah. mean, I'm sure you guys get you know amazing crowds. You know, in, we, in LA, we, we built this show. I mean, we this Wednesday show with we, the Crazy Uncle Joe show at right. the Groundlings. We started, you know, and it was a struggle to get people out on a Wednesday night. Right. So
1: what Ted's yeah. referring to is uh, the Crazy Uncle Joe show is the Groundlings long form, so, right? So, so, so that's sort of the, the signature
0: form that mm-hmm. that that came yeah. out. Yeah, and, and we've been doing it for thirteen, like and a half. Yeah, and 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 a half I'd say the every... first
2: five years it was kind of touch and go. You know, as far as whether we'd get more than half of the well, we'd get usually fifty percent or more. Yeah, uh, uh, but it built up, and now it's pretty. Solid. Now it sells
0: out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was it being able to do shows on on weeknights? That was the issue. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, 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 that's hard. You, wanna, you know. Yeah.
2: Because they do actually have to know who you are I think right to come on a weeknight. right as opposed to weekend they're just having a date or something exactly yeah. and
1: there's so much like like Miami Ellie's got so many choices even on a Wednesday night or any other night you know right it's just so much junk to go do it's, it's it's hard to you know pull
2: you should invite me over to do some stuff
0: you know? well we can do yeah I, there's I've got a new Lego set I don't do okay well. <laughs> yep <laughs> and and to to what extent it has uh the crownling because you know there's also yo in addition to doing a lot of great shows, is a really premier place for studying improv. Yeah. And what's the relationship between audience members and people that that are inspired to take classes or are inspire or are aspiring actors? How does that relationship work in your mind? Well, we definitely have a lot of students in the
2: audience, but I don't. We should. We don't really know. I mean, no,
1: there's no way to figure out that like statistically what that would be yeah. is because. You know, we do maybe six shows a week. Not all uh, Joe, we do once a week, but Groundlings has six shows a week every week for decades now. We just celebrate our fortieth last year, so it's a ton of shows. And those audiences certainly have a lot of students in them, but I, I would bet the majority by More far majority. Are just regular. Yeah, you know, we have been asking audience like members. at the top of
2: the show, like who's never seen this show before. Yeah, you know, yeah. Most right. of them raise their hands, so that's great.
1: But and then we get you know we draw from Orange County and, and stuff. So right. a lot of times you know the Saturday eight o'clock show is a lot of old people looking for yeah. fun
0: night out, and right. you know, so
1: you never know who you're gonna get
0: right exactly do you guys do something different when you take the groundlings to festivals or do you just kind of give that group you know you're getting area? the straight up crazy the, show. the same show we the do same yeah, same show. Yeah, the same format yeah, we do, Same. and maybe you could you could talk a little bit about about what that format is like and how it how it differs from some other forms that, uh, that well contemporaries. I, okay,
1: sure. I, I mean, I don't know a lot of other long forms, so I'll start by comparing it to Harold because I know that a little sure, bit skeletally sure. is uh, you know three scenes and then a game and then three scenes in a game is it's a it's a definite pattern. Right, Uncle Joe is we do start with three scenes uh that are disconnected, unconnected, and then we just go anywhere from there. So any from there on it's just clap edits and just clap in and you can start a scene based on anything that's gone before, either directly or tangentially. So and we play forward and backward in time as well. So Mm -hmm. you know if if we if you and I are the uh uh the chipmunk brothers, then we could see Chipmunk brothers when they were born and then get cut to when they're dying or whatever. Right. It goes anywhere. So but we don't have to follow any pattern of going back to scene A, B, and C And I think
2: unlike a lot of formats we never marry our storylines. Like we have three distinct storylines and we right. try to keep those completely separate. Yeah. Because we found if we marry them, the show is short. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they get divorced later on. Because yeah, yeah, so. yeah. we're going pretty at a pretty quick clip. Yeah, as we've as scene, and, scene, scene, scene. And, and
1: that's that's built in speed over the years too. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's too at the fast. beginning, it, it wasn't meant to go that fast, but now we just get adrenalized. I think it's start, dangerously fast. It is dangerously fast. Right. Uncle Joe shows danger, man, danger personified. <laughs> uh, no, but it, one danger I do find is that sometimes we'll will get a joke out, and somebody will clap and go to, and it's, it's just one joke as opposed to any scene work at all, right? You know? um, which is you know okay, the audience likes it, but I'd rather have somewhat of more of a scene right yeah. right. but it is so a very is, fast, that, fast that's format. one of
2: the things you really got to watch for with this format is that it's uh, you're cutting each other's ideas off because you're editing each other's work <laughs> right you know and
0: sometimes you get an idea and you're so excited about it and you cut someone off right in the middle of their great idea <laughs> yeah is uh, it is it is it the pace that does that, or is it the kind of edit? Rather than having to sweep the whole stage, you can just clap and and move on. I think it's just jealousy. Okay, and, <laughs> it's mostly um, a bitter
2: pettiness. I, no,
1: I, I think it's both that, Casey. It's it's the the pace certainly gets to going fast, mm-hmm. and the the speed of you just have to clap. You don't even have to take a step. So as right. soon as you clap, that's the end of whatever's happening, and you start the new scene. So that does make it even faster than the three seconds it would take
2: you to cross stage. So I think it works best when we have like. Uh, varying speeds like we'll have a run of really quick jokes yeah. you know and then it'll kind of slow down for a meaty scene right. be, with a family or some kind of a set piece right, you know and then another run of uh, that's the best I, I enjoy one. it
0: the best that way when it's you know, varying speeds right and how is that form or how you guys play that form informed by the fact that Groundlings is, is so good at generating and, and uh, teaching people to generate characters and find characters to play with How does how does that inform playing in the Crazy Uncle Joe show Being that, you know, we start with three... And the first three
1: scenes should be grounded, you know. uh, And then, you know, it spins off to kind of crazy town almost every time. But uh, being that it starts normal, you want to make some some kind of character choice to start with. You don't want to be completely neutral, but some kind of character uh, choice. And then based on those scenes other players will see, okay, well, what's what can I add to that? Who's missing from that? And you might choose a character in that would be appropriate to yeah. that world. Right. And that's when the big characters start coming in, the, the
2: second, third, and fourth tiers of scenes. Yeah, because at that point, you're trying to establish um, quickly with the audience, and it's a way you're going to use maybe um stock, say stock characters, sure, Uh, because you know right away, you know, oh, it's an Italian waiter, or you know, and you don't have to uh, reintroduce a complex character. But in the beginning, we do try to do. Real characters, yeah. You try to keep them more grounded, and not top. that they can't sneak in uh, midway yeah. through the show yeah. or whatever. But uh, there is a shorthand with some of those stockier characters that's uh, really nice for speed, right? Yeah. That you can sort of pull those
0: out and yeah. jump into those characters. Yeah. and
1: then it's and then you're vibing off the audience too. So if somebody comes out, if you know Stephanie comes out and doing her, a crazy old lady of some aspect, and the audience goes for it, then we'll support that and bring that crazy old lady back. Right. Or if Jordan comes out, he did some kind of voodoo master the other day, and the audience just went crazy for us. It's like great keep setting up the voodoo master because that's working so you know based on audience response you know it's it's that symphony as well you know what they go
0: for then you feed them more of it is that format good also for generating characters that you can take elsewhere and put into sketch or develop into other shows or, or other uses of that character Does that um, does that happen I, i'd say yes in the aspect that you you get to throw out a lot of spaghetti at the wall so right
1: over you know a 45 minute set or whatever going as fast as we mentioned You'll see between six or seven of us in the cast, you'll see maybe 50 characters of that, maybe 20 of them are solid, you know, have some kind of uh, depth to them. Others will just be, on oh, I'm the waiter coming through, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, because you just see such a variety of characters, if you get that audience vibe off of one, then that would be a good piece of feedback to say, great,
0: I should write that up into a sketch or take that someplace else, you know. And Groundlings is also known for sketch yeah. and, and things like that, and, and mainly probably, mainly sure, yeah. and and the 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 work that that comes out of the sketch work that's there. Uh, in your guys, you know, going through, uh, I mean, I'm assuming you guys both do teaching and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, how does teaching sketch through the Groundlings uh, differ from from teaching improv, or how are they related? They're oddly very
2: unrelated in many ways at least the way we approach it because weirdly you're doing improv for the first couple levels of uh, that school and then suddenly you're in a writing class right and i think the bridge would be characters you know you try to develop characters in the first two classes and then hopefully by the end of the second class you get five or six really solid characters and then you can write from those characters you know right but we don't teach writing so yeah (laughs) i mean we teach it in the sense that you fail twenty times and oh that's working. Okay, <laughs> right, so right. Why you, don't you do more of that? You yeah, know uh, trial by fire. It's and a then, little bit trial by fire. But I mean that's really the best way to learn is just to do a bunch of it. it yeah, and
1: it's it's so individual as well. And um you know some people are better at writing big characters, uh Melissa McCarthy and Will Ferrell and yeah, Kristen can, Wegg I'm i dr- yeah. I'm dropping all their names because they're known for big characters because exactly. they're committed to anything you give them. Mm-hmm. And then there are people um Mm. Will Forte is a good example of somebody who comes up with really cool premises and weird stuff and his, he's very good at character as well but when he was doing the live show it's more about the, the premises that that his crazy brain came up with and so his fort uh, that's his name his strength in, in my, yeah, I know it's so bad, his strength in my opinion was the idea that he just had these great crazy uh, ideas that he fleshed out you know so everybody's got different strengths um, I, I was not a great writer but my thing was always I'd have some kind of cutesy premise i was not a big character guy so everybody's
0: got a different thing how does how does premise play into the improv philosophy of the groundlings because it, it, it is that something that is played with a lot because you know like ucb certainly is a very premise based yeah. way of doing improv whereas you know i have never really associate that with groundlings though i'm sure that has to it's, play in it's sketch. not
1: really i mean when we play uncle joe show it's like if you recognize a comic premise that is working, then explore and heighten that comic premise. Just go with it. And UCB teaches, I think, something similar to that. Uh, I'm sure everybody does in their own own words. But if you recognize that something is working, go with that. Explore that. You
2: know, to be honest, the Chris and Joe show, we called it that because it's sort of the weird uncle of the groundlings. It's Uh not exactly you know uh, other, it's other in style, the same theater but it's it, not the same and theater. it came a lot of it from a guy named stan wells uh in la who many of us took uh, classes with but his free form style really informed and we even credit him at mm-hmm. the top of the show
0: um what are the other kinds of forms that that you play with at the groundling because there i i know there's the short form that that sort of yeah came into originally and and has shifted a little bit over the years.
1: Well, the shows we have, we definitely have a short-form show every Thursday night called Cooking with Gas, and that's, you know, short short games. And uh, usually with an outside celebrity guest, it, it gives a little novelty to it. Um, and then we do sketch on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, so that's, you know, not... they do improv, improv, like, in between the sketches They'll sometimes. Do, right, if so. if they need improv. them. Yeah.
2: But there's been, you know, main shows with no improvs at all. Yeah, it's just all just sketch. All sketch all
1: yeah. So we don't play that much with, like, different improv forms or anything. It's... it's yeah. It's, uh the clap edits that uncle joe does have become very popular so a lot of a lot of students want to do that version of long form and they they form student groups outside and
0: they do a lot of this the clap edit form all around la now it's become kind of a thing and the so when you're when you're in a scene, and you know if you're coming through the groundling program, mm. what what's the first thing that you're thinking when you're when you're coming into a scene? Don't think, don't yeah. think, not well, so think, man. Individual. Okay, not come thinking. on, man. You yes, know. I know. I, uh, but what's what's the what's the first reaction that you're having in that scene from the groundling training? What's the what's the the things that you're focusing on right. from your scene partner? What's that information that's inspiring you?
1: I say it's commitment, but I, I'm, I'm sure if you pull any one, of, any one of us, you'll get a different answer for that thing. My thing that I learned from watching Will Ferrell or, or Paul Rubens, Pee Herman guys, like if you just commit to it, no matter what it is, you're 90 percent there. The audience will go along for the ride with you. Yeah. Um, some people come at it much more character based. Like I'm going to come and do. I'm I'm the pirate with a, you know a whatever bad idea, mental illness. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> But some people, I, I think, come from different parts. I think if you just commit to any idea, you know, you've got a very good chance of, of, of that succeeding. Yeah, I mean, mean, the
2: Groundlings is good at just kind of sussing out through trial and error what works really well for you. You know, sure. so there's a bit of, there isn't necessarily one Groundlings style. It's right. yeah. whatever, okay. whoever you are and what, you, what you're good at. What you're good at. And if through, it works, yeah. I think it's a great practical, it's very practical what works for you right, right now? You and know? You're, not,
1: you're not forced then to abide by one certain
0: set of guidelines all the time. Yeah. You but know, definitely
2: I mean, character emphasis on that. Mm-hmm, I mean, no.
0: Right. Though, I mean, you can see from the, the pedigree of the people that have come through Groundlings and where they go that there's a wide variety yeah. of people, and, and I'm sure they've taken that training yeah. and what they do well.
2: But I mean, even if you directions. look at Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig, they're totally different in their sketch performing, you know, and the way they their range and stuff. You could, I mean, Will Ferrell is playing will ferrell i mean even though he's doing different characters you still see will in there but Kristen really changes herself but both of them are are
1: good examples of commitment though yeah totally committed and i'm really
2: proud that when you watch snl the groundlings are the ones who aren't reading the cue cards as much they're actually looking at the other actors which is nice i think
0: yeah and they're and Really, you know, the Groundlings is also a big training ground for people to go into t- television and go into oh, writing, yeah. and, writing and, 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 movies and acting and, and, and degradation. Like alcoholism. <laughs> what, what do you think makes the Groundling, Groundlings program so successful in getting people out and, and not just you know making them performers, but in, in writers in every aspect?
2: Grabbing oh. creative people at their when they're really hopeful, and, and, and then but, putting, and, and also, putting them in their show. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> also teaching how to generate creativity. I mean, yeah. it's just, and I would think you know any good improv group would be able to do that. But you know, the whole format of improv is come up an idea and support yeah. it until you find out whether it's going to work or not. You know, don't don't throw out one idea and everybody goes. Be mm, cautious. Be precious it's about over. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You learn how to be okay with failure because that's just part of it. So.
0: Right. A lot like stand up in that way, but it's different because you're doing it on your own. Yeah, yeah,
2: they say with stand up, if you want to know if you even like it, just do 100 gigs, you know what I mean, and then see how you feel.
0: (laughs) With improv, you can do 100 characters and see which ones work.
1: Yeah, see what sticks with you or Mm. which ones you like the best. I mean, sometimes. Uh, I'll do something that I like that I've done before and I, I, I expect the audience will probably go with me and sometimes I'll just do a dumb thing because it amuses me you know so you never you never know what minute to
0: minute it's going to bring you know right Yeah. well Brian Palermo Ted Michaels thank you so much okay. for taking the time to talk to us thank you, Ken. Thank thanks, you. For, thanks for again having the Groundlings coming out and being part of my improv festival it's awesome to have you guys here Oh, yeah, thanks thanks for having we're having looking
1: forward we're going to go on stage in about 15 minutes and yes. do a show
0: so we're psyched about that awesome cool. thanks so much All right. thanks guys All right, thanks Just the Funny Presents is presented by Just the Funny, Miami's home for improv and sketch comedy. For more information, visit our website at justthefunny.com.